0: Hello, welcome to the Book of our Culture podcast. This is episode 10, and this week I was joined by Columbia, a rock band who released their latest single, Glory People, back in March of this year. Enjoy the interview. Hello, I'm here with Craig and Ben from Columbia. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Yeah, all good, thanks. You? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, what have you been up to the last few weeks?
1: Oh, not a lot. I'm haven't been. A, I'm a teacher, so I haven't been to work since the 20th of March. Mm. So I've just been hanging around the apartment, um, trying to write as many songs as I can, mm-hmm. and basically just being on my own in my flat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same, really.
2: Just at home, looking forward to getting back out.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think it, lockdown's been a chance to... Have more time in your hands to create. Get yeah. restricted. What you've been able to do.
1: Well, I think, as as like the main songwriter in the band, it's given me time just to sit to my guitar. Like I said, I haven't been to work for a long time, so I've been able to just sit to my guitar and just try and write as many songs as I as I, as I have written. Um, but it mm-hmm. has been a bit of a pain that you know, like once you write the song, you then take it into practice, and then the rest of the band sort of turn it into something. But perhaps you didn't think it was gonna be in so you've missed we've definitely missed
2: out on that bit. I think we would have a, a good good number of songs now ready for as soon as the lockdown ends and we can get back to it. So yeah, <laughs> Craig. Craig tends to write write the tunes, come up with the, the ideas for the songs, and then as a band, we'll kind of knock them out in the studio. Yeah. So hopefully when this is all over, we can we can crack on with a with a good number of new songs.
0: Yeah, well, your latest single, Glory People, was out in March. When did that originally start being? Uh, when did that first start being created?
1: Oh, a, a long time ago. Me and me and Ben have been in bands um, for a long time since we were in school. I mean, sort of, you <laughs> know, had a bit of a dabble here and there, but never really took it too seriously. Um, and Glory People has been one of those songs that's been around for a good few years, Ben, is not it?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of them have been around for years. We've got a, quite a lot of songs that have been around for almost 20 years now, really, isn't it? 15, 20 years.
1: Yeah. We've been in and out of different band members. We've had um, a few bass players, and we've currently just lost our uh, most recent bass player, so we're on the lookout for no. him. Um, but our, we had a drummer who's currently out there, like Chris, who's our drummer now. Um, we were playing with him about probably about 10 years ago, and then he decided then to drop the bomb that he was going to join the army. So he was in the army for about eight years. Uh, and then he came out, um, I think it might have been last Christmas, uh, or Christmas of uh, 19, not 2018. And then we started playing. it. so probably for about two years now, we've been back together.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Craig, you being the songwriter, do you have to be feeling something or have a certain experience to write something? Or can you just write about anything?
1: I don't know. Some, sometimes this, you can just pick a guitar up and just, you know, you knock out a bit of a, you know, check a couple of codes together. Um, and then words just come out. And then other, other times then, you've got, you know, a couple of thoughts in your head. Um, and then that sort of dictates them when you write the vote.
0: Yeah. What was the inspiration behind Glory People?
1: Um, honestly, God, I, honestly, I wrote it so long ago, I, I, I couldn't even tell you. But like, you, you, look at the, you look at the words and it's sort of like embrace the chaos and walk into a storm. Yeah. So I don't know, I must have been going for a breakup or something. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, Ben was, and I wrote about Ben's breakup. That's oh, no. more, more plausible.
2: That's more likely,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you said the uh, one of the lyrics was Embrace of Chaos. Yeah. I'm right in thinking that's gonna be the name of your album.
1: Yeah, that's what we're thinking. It's um yeah. I don't know, it, it just sounds like getting ready for a bit of madness, no.
0: Yeah, and how much of that have you recorded and prepared?
1: Well, we've only recorded, but we've got our two singles, so Fall Into The Sun and Glory People, and Mm -hmm. all the other songs uh, are pretty much ready to go. There's just a matter of getting back into the practice studio, having a a couple of days just, you know, practicing them and make sure they're as tight as they can be, and then just getting into the studio and recording.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Well, your music, when I was listening to it, it seems like really big and powerful with the strong bass lines and the drums, powerful vocals. What were your main musical influences when recording?
2: Ben? Uh, well, growing up, the obvious ones, you know, the Oasis, the Sabian, the Verve, those type of bands. But obviously, being a guitarist, I, I kind of, I, I like a lot of kind of blues music. So I, I tended to listen to kind of Cream, Jimi Hendrix, you know, all the way back to the Beatles mm-hmm. and the Stones, Led Zepp. Uh, yeah, kind of sixties, sixties blues rock was my thing when I was learning guitar. Um, but obviously, being uh, growing up in the nineties, it was it was Oasis. I like the kind of big anth- anthemic songs. Um, yeah. uh, you know, the Manics, the Manics were another big influence. Being from Wales, I quite, quite like James mm-hmm. Dean Bradfield's guitar playing. Um, yeah, so you know, I think hasn't really been anything for a while, let's put it that way, since maybe the 90s, you had Oasis and Kasabian and a few guitar bands around then, which I liked a lot, but not nothing for a few years now, unfortunately. Is that the kind of stuff that you still
0: listen to nowadays?
1: Yeah, well, yeah. definitely. I we still listen to, like, obviously Liam Gallagher's album and still <laughs> still blast the 90s classics out. I listen to um, Radio X quite a lot and most of the music on mm-hmm. the is you know the nineties Britpop uh, music, so that's definitely our yeah. biggest influences.
0: Had you been playing much live music before lockdown?
1: We were actually on a bit of a roll, and we'd um, we played a, we played a couple of gigs at the start of the year, and then we had about four or five gigs lined up, right you know, ready to play. And then obviously, then we went into lockdown. So hopefully, once all this is out of the way, we can get those. Uh, Reset, rescheduled, and get back out and play as soon as we can.
0: Mm-hmm. What was the? or when was the band's first gig?
2: First gig. Well, the
1: first gig of me and Ben playing together was probably yeah, about two thousand seven. Ben, something like that.
2: Um, yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah, it would have been I around that time.
1: Yeah, but I think our first gig as our as our most recent lineup um, was last summer. We did a we did a festival in um, in Gwent in, in Wales in, in the Gwent Valleys and we did a festival up there and yeah so that, that, that went really well and mm-hmm. you know like you said we've had a couple of gigs since and we had plenty lined up so we're just eager now just to get back out and play as much as we can
0: yeah how much has th- of things like your pre-gig routines changed since that first gig to now <laughs> well <laughs> <the
1: other thing. laughs> first, if, if, if I if I think back to our first ever gig um, ben was, you know, we were you know, kids back then and Ben was mm-hmm. really nervous and uh, he got huh. so drunk that all the boys that come to watch us were, like, were at the front of the stage and they were sort of taking bets on when Ben was going to fall off the stage because he was like, teetering on the edge like that's how drunk he was <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm not allowed to drink anymore Drinking's banned before,
1: you know, had, before the gig until <laughs> we finish our gigs
0: <laughs> what, What's been your favourite gig that you've done? What's been your highlight?
1: Well, my my
2: favourite was the last one we played.
1: <laughs> yes, it was a good one. The first one we played last year in the summer, and I was, you know, it was a decent crowd there. It was uh, nice weather, people were drinking, it's always better when people have had a drink. Yeah, um, Yeah. and even though it was our first gig back and first gig as, a, as that four piece, it sounded really good and you know, it just made me feel confident that going forward you know, we were, de- were definitely onto to something, something good.
0: Yeah. I've had this conversation with a few bands and artists. Do you prefer playing a headline gig where it might not be as many people there, but they're all there for you? Or say like a festival or supporting someone where
1: you'll have a lot more people? Yeah. Uh we've had in the in the past or in the most recent past, we um our last headline gig we played was um it was quite a while out of our out of our area for where we live. Mm-hmm. And and so um, it was in, it was a rugby international on Saturday as well. So you ask you know we ask all the boys and ask all your friends, and then they sort of say, well we couldn't come because we were going out for the rugby the next day. So we turned <laughs> up as the headline band, um, and then when we got there there was there was another two bands playing on on the same bill, and they brought quite a few few people there. I and mean, it was a decent crowd there to watch the first two bands, yeah. um, and then obviously then we were on later on. And we were probably on about uh, about ten o'clock I think. So by the time we got on. A lot of the, um, well, both the support bands left, so didn't even stay to watch. And obviously, Mm -hmm. took most of their crowd with them as well. So, to answer the question, I would definitely, at the the minute anyway, definitely prefer to be a support band and get the crowd. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, we both think that if people listen to music, then they will like the music.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, So, sometimes it's difficult to play when. There's not a lot of people in front of you when you're trying. You know, you're trying your best to sound as good as possible. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, it must be quite a good atmosphere playing at those fest- summer festivals as well. Yeah, it was. It was great because we turned. We turned up like midway through the day, um, and people already, you know, pretty liquored up already. So they'd all been on. You know, having a couple of drinks, mm-hmm. um, and then people just seemed to be in a good mood. Sun was shining.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, One more question before
0: you go. Is possibly the toughest. Uh, yeah, to say what would you say is the best album of all time?
1: Ben, do you want to go first? <laughs>
2: uh, mm, yeah, I got a, I got a few. I, I like *Exile* on *Main Street*. Rolling Stones, obviously, mm-hmm. definitely, maybe, yeah. probably, probably go for the *Stone Roses* as well. They're my three, mm-hmm. which I kind of keep going back to. I never get bored of those three. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for me, definitely, maybe, definitely. That is um that's a great, great album, you know, great debut yeah. album as well. Um another one I really like is The Enemy. Uh we live in Diane towns. Love that one. <laughs> and um more recently there was a band, I don't know whether you've heard the band called Exit Calm. Uh they released yeah. they released two albums and the first album was called Exit Calm. And it sorta of sounds like early Verve, they're like the first two albums of the Verve. But they were they were brilliant live and you know i I really disappointed that they split up um but those three albums for me you know probably they they might not be the best albums but for me they're the ones that like ben said you keep going back to and listen to and i still feel you know as fresh as when they were released however many years ago that they were Mm -hmm. right well thanks for coming on i appreciate it yeah thank you very much
0: Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Book of Dark Culture podcast. Just want to thank you all for your support over the last 10 episodes and all the bands for giving up the time to come on and let me interview them. I'll uh, be back next week where I'll be interviewing the one and only Red Rum Club. Enjoy the rest of your week.